following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Be Fit for Life. Your host is Chad Austin. There's no time to get yourself into shape. Like right now, you'll learn how to overcome the day-to-day excuses and start working on the rest of your life. The results will come as you go and will just keep getting better and better. Now, here's your host and motivator, Chad Austin. What's up, everybody? I'm Chad Austin. Welcome to Be Fit for Life. What should I weigh? What should my body fat percent be? What diet should I follow? What should I eat? How long should it take me to get my results? These are questions that I get all the time as a personal trainer. And now I answer these questions much differently than I did when I first became a trainer. Now that I'm entering my second second decade as a trainer, it's much different than when I first started. When I first became a trainer, the first four years as I was a trainer, I worked at a gym. And at our gym, every new member that joined the club got a complimentary fitness assessment from a trainer. And in a fitness assessment... We would check your weight, we would take circumference measurements, body fat measurements, we'd perform squat assessments check the, to check flexibility and range motion. We would ask some questions about how you eat and what your nutrition is like, and then we would teach you how to log your food and count calories on our database. So once we told them everything that they need to improve based on all of our charts, then we would help them set goals. I was basically taught the same routine. I did it for hundreds and hundreds of assessment over the four years I was there. And I got really good at telling people what their goal weight should be and how many calories they should eat, what they should be eating in order to get their goals. I was able to help a lot of clients get some really good, good results. But unfortunately, I had to learn the hard way that there, I had to learn on my own that there is a really big hole in this plan. So eventually I realized what the gym didn't teach me is that there are no norms in fitness. Everybody is different. Not only do we come in all different shapes and sizes, but our bodies also respond differently to certain things. So what works for one person may not necessarily work for the next person. So now that I've been now that I'm in my second decade as a trainer, I answer these questions I mentioned earlier, what should I weigh? What should my body fat percent be? What diet should I be following? I answer all these much differently. See, what, what you want to do is become the best version of yourself that you can be. And unfortunately, there are no charts that we can look at that will tell you exactly how to do that. The fitness comes with a lot of trial and error. If you're not getting the results you want with something, then you just simply have to change what you're doing. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. If you focus on the results... You will never change. If you focus on change, you'll get results. Joining me on the show later today, later this morning, is the author of The Right Plan, Kelly Hill. Kelly Hill received first the Bachelor's of Arts from Williamette University in speech communication. After almost 15 years as an owner-operator in the world of convenience, she found her true passion and purpose in, tr- in nutrition. 
Changing careers, she received a Bachelor's of Science from Kaplan University in Nutrition, Health, and Wellness, followed by a Nutritional Therapy Practitioner Certificate. Kelly's philosophy is that there is no one-size-fits-all diet. Because of bio-individuality, each one of us is different. Most diets will work for some people and not for others. We need to eat nutrient-dense whole foods that have been properly prepared. Real food is close to the form it was originally grown and raised in prepared in a way that preserves or even enhances nutritional value of the food. She believes that it is important to investigate how the body is using the food as well as understanding what is happening in the bigger context of the individual's life. She knows that we are obviously more than what we eat, and that can have a very big impact on how the body deals with food. Kelly helps her clients identify and move toward their personal ultimate health goals. Kelly is the author of The Right Plan uh, The Right Plan, a two-week fat loss program, and cleanse and detoxify your diet 28 days to better health using nutrient-dense whole foods. She hosts a weekly international radio show, Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. She just launched her newest webinar, Three Myths That Are Keeping You Feeling Overweight, Exhausted, and Unable to Reach Your Goals. She'll be joining us here in a little bit. Back to the fitness assessment, the charts I mentioned earlier. I hated these charts. They were invalid for a lot of people in a lot of circumstances. That's why I hated them. So plus it graded you. And so after I checked someone's body fat, I got to go over and tell them what grade they got. And so we had six different grades. Either it was essential fat, athletic, fit, average, overweight, obese. And age played a factor in this too. So when I went from being 29 to 30 on that body fat chart, I gained 2.5% body fat overnight. Just by getting a day older, going by that chart, I, I got more overweight. So, like I said, I really hated these charts, and I thought they were misleading. And here's an example of why they're really misleading. Do all of you know I'm a trainer? But most of you know probably by now, because I've mentioned it several times, but I actually train with the trainer, too. I hire one of my coworkers, a, friend, a trainer friend of mine who trains at the same gym as me, Jennifer Burns Frew. I'm very fortunate to have her. She's a very good trainer, and she's trained me for a couple years now. And she's She did figure competitions before she became a trainer. Well, as she was a trainer. She was, did her own figure competitions as she trained clients, and then she trained several other girls to do their shows. And she's a very, very competitive girl like me, and so that's probably why we get along so well. But she basically was going to keep doing shows until she won one. And, but the last one that she won, you see, out of the top 12 girls, if you ever wanted to been in one of these figure competitions before, there's a lot of girls that go in there, a lot of guys, and they'll pick the leanest, the top 10 or 15. They'll narrow the field down to top 10 or 15. And out of those remaining girls in the contest, she actually had the highest percentage of body fat, and she won the show. She had the highest percent body fat of the top 12 girls in the contest, and she won the contest that's based on looks. The charts going by her body fat percent probably would would have told a whole different story. So that's one reason I really hate those test results, those charts, and that they're really invalid. Everybody is different. We all hold our body fat differently, and everybody's body is just differently. And so another invalid measurement that we use all the time is when we try to compare ourselves to others, like wanting to look like others. People do, do this all the time with magazines. If you want to look like someone does in, in the movies or you want to look like someone does in a magazine and you make that your fitness goal is you want to look like that. And 
the problem with that is is that you're never going to look like that. And when I say that, I don't mean that you're not going to be able to lose weight or get lean because, of course, you can get you can do that. But you're never going to look like that person because you're not that person. You're not their identical twin. And so you're never going to look like that. You're just setting yourself up to fail. The, the goal that you need to have is just to be the best version of you that you could possibly be and just keep going from there. The body fat measurements and the circumference measurements, those need to be just a guide to help you on the way to make sure you're doing things right, to make sure that you're losing body fat and keeping muscle or, or vice versa. But that shouldn't be the basis of your goal. I want to, to end this first segment, I want to share with you an inspirational story I got. There's a newsletter I get that's called Walk the Talk. And so I don't remember how I started doing, started getting this email. It must have been something I signed up for a long time ago, but I've been really happy to have it the past several years because they always send you really inspirational stuff. So I think walkthetalk.com is the website if you want to look it up, but it always sends good stuff. There's a great article I got in there just the other day that's perfect for today. It's called Life is Like Coffee. So you may have heard this before. But the story goes, a group of, of alumni highly established in their careers got together to visit their old college professor. The conversation soon turned to complaints about stress in work and in life. Offering his guest coffee, the professor went to the kitchen and returned with a large pot of coffee and an assortment of cups. He had porcelain cups, plastic cups, glass cups, crystal cups, paper cups. Some of them were plain looking, some of them were expensive, some of them were exquisite. He told his guests to help themselves to coffee. And after everyone had a cup of coffee in, his, in their hand, the professor said, if you notice, all the nice looking expensive cups have been taken up, leaving behind the plain and cheap ones. While it is normal for you to want only the best for yourselves, that is the source of your problems and stress. Be assured that the cup adds no quality to the coffee. In most cases, it's just more expensive, and in some cases, even hides what we drink. What all of you really wanted was coffee, not the cup. But you consciously went for the best cups, and then you began eyeing each other's cups. Now consider this. Life is the coffee. The jobs, money, and position in society are the cups. They are just tools to hold and contain life. And the type of cup we have does not define nor change the quality of life we live. Sometimes, by concentrating only on the cup, we fail to enjoy the coffee. Savor the coffee, not the cup. The happiest people don't have the best of everything. They just make the best of everything. So that's, a, that's story I got from walkthetalk.com. But there's a video of it on my Facebook page. So if you go to the right-hand side of my show page, those are links to all my sites. But you can go to Chat House and Fitness on Facebook. And at the top of my timeline, there is a video of this, of this, poem, this story I just read you. And if you look underneath that video, that is a page of Kelly Hill from The Right Plan. I'll be joining us here in just a second. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, I'll introduce my guest, and we'll be back with more from Be Fit for Life. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. If you think you've seen online TV before, 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you have cancer, there are a lot of questions that need to be answered. While many medical professionals can give us some of the answers, there are many more unanswered questions that can't always be answered to our satisfaction. Listen for Cancer Concepts and Compliments with Dr. James Belanger. We'll discuss the tests, the compromised immune system, how cancer grows, and what natural medicines could be added to conventional therapies that may help keep it at bay. Cancer Concepts and Compliments airs live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are tuned into Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. If you have a question or comment about our program, send us an email at chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. That's chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. Now, back to Be Fit for Life. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Chad Austin. You're listening to Be Fit for Life. Joining me on the show today is nutritional therapist Kelly Hill. Kelly's philosophy is that there is no one-size-fits-all diet. Because of bio-individuality, each one of us is different. Most diets will work for some people and not for others. We need to eat nutrient-dense whole foods that have been properly prepared. Real food is close to the form it was originally grown, raised in, prepared in a way that preserves or even enhances nutritional value of food. She believes that it is important to investigate how the food, how the body is using the food, as well as understanding what is happening in the bigger context of the individual's life. She knows that we are obviously more than what we eat, and that can have a very big impact on how the body deals with food. Kelly helps her clients identify and move toward their personal ultimate health goals. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you so much for having me here this morning. No problem. Um, you started your career. You were, were working in communication and, and speech for the first 15 years, and so how did your path change? What kind of, how did you find your passion for, for nutrition? Well, it's actually even worse than just having worked in uh, speech and communication. I, it, it's kind of a funny story. I really thought business was my calling. I'd been raised in a variety of businesses, and it came pretty naturally to me. And I was kind of at a crossroads trying to decide if I wanted to go on and get a master's degree in business or jump in with both feet and try my hand as an entrepreneur entrepreneur. So an opportunity arose as a franchisee of a 7-Eleven back in my hometown where I now live. And I decided to get my MBA the old fashioned way. And I borrowed the money and I became the youngest female owner in a convenience store chain. And I did pretty well. I purchased a second location by the end of the, the first year. And along the way, I met the man who's now my husband. And he was in the process of purchasing four McDonald's restaurants. And we used to laugh because we had literally shared employees at times. Uh, in fact, 
in many ways, we were doing the same business with the same customers. It, it didn't really matter if it was convenience food or fast food. So we, we both, we looked at the businesses long and hard and decided to consolidate our efforts in the McDonald's world. So after almost five years with 7-Eleven, I sold the business and started learning about fast food. Uh, I started as a manager trainee, became a restaurant owner, and then uh, or manager, and then ultimately became my own licensed owner operator for McDonald's. Then the whole Hamburger University and everything. And interestingly, um, I was at uh, a local fair signing books not that long ago, and this young man came up to me and asked if I remembered him, which truthfully I didn't. And he said, "You, you gave me your, my first job," and of course I still didn't remember him. I, you know, 15 years and. In business, I have no idea, yeah. you know, and he remembered when I was, he worked for me when I was a restaurant manager and he laughed and he said, I remember, you know, that this seems so much more appropriate. He said, health and nutrition seems so much more natural. You were the only manager I ever saw who brought their own lunches and snacks and you were always telling us to do the same. And that's really true. You know, mm. sometimes we take jobs for money and sometimes we take jobs for love and I've done both. But uh, yeah, so to answer your question, how I got there, the incongruency of my lifestyle choice and my job just got to be too much. As the owner of the restaurants, I went into each store and worked as a regular employee at least one time per month. And I, you know, so that way I could see kind of what was happening and get a feel for the people. And, and we had this, we had recently promoted a new young man into the position of restaurant manager at one of the locations. And after I spent the day there, he called me and he said, I, you know, can I have a meeting? And he was honest. And he said that I was messing up the McDonald's system by telling customers how to make their food choices healthier. And he's like, Kelly, <laughs> customers <laughs> ask for you again to learn substitutions. And of course you're not there. And basically my information was gumming up the productivity of the restaurant, which that he as a manager was being evaluated on and I was making his job more difficult. And he told me the most simple truth I'd ever heard. He said, people aren't coming to McDonald's to get healthy, Kelly. They want fair pricing and fast food. And that really got me thinking I'm in the wrong business. I don't have a passion for fast food. I don't eat it. My children have it, you know, once in a while as a treat and here I am hawking it. So I, I quit. Um, I went back to school, get a degree in nutrition, health and wellness. I found my best synergy with the Nutritional Therapy Association. So I spent another 10 months training with that organization to be certified as a nutritional therapy practitioner. Wow. That is a that is a really cool story for, for someone in fitness. It's <laughs> you don't a hear bizarre, that every day. Nope. Someone that started at McDonald's and then became a passionate or then, then became a nutritionist. So it, but it seems like, or so how long ago was it that you switched, made that switch from uh, the About, business world to nutrition? Well, it, a little lot, I've been in this business for five years, but I had to do some additional training before that. Yeah, how would you say that, it seems like uh, all the fast food changes, maybe not by their choice in the beginning, but they've seems like they've made a lot of changes as far as uh, helping people make healthier choices. It's like they have the calories on the menu and things like that, so that, that's all happened since you left, it seems like. So how do you, how you feel about those changes and stuff that they make now? You feel like they're heading in a little better direction? Um, I, I'm, a, I'm very moderate in my opinions. I understand that you know, the convenience world is never going to disappear. And yeah. I have a lot of clients that are in large 
uh, national and international positions where it's not even an option for them. You know, they're on the the road three weeks out of every month. And so they have to eat out. Uh, and it, so I've learned a lot. You know, I continue to keep up with that because you know, we have to be realistic about our world. And I think to some extent, uh, every restaurant, uh, maybe not every, I would say most restaurants have at least one or two decent choices that if if that's where people have, you know, that's where they find themselves while they're traveling or whatever. Um, yeah, they, they can make a halfway decent choice at those places. The, the unfortunate problem is it just isn't healthy. It, I mean, mm. none of those foods were ever designed to be the mainstay. They were designed to be a treat. When, when McDonald's started in 1955, uh, you know, Ray Kroc, the owner, I mean, he never would have thought that people would, this would be food people eat two and three times a day. Uh, you know, this was something he thought families would come to, they'd enjoy as a treat. And, uh, you know, I mean, obviously he's passed now, so it's impossible to say for sure, you know, what his intentions were. But from all the training I received, I don't think that anybody ever thought that people would be eating fast food at the level that they do today. Yeah, it really, it really uh, makes it a big hurdle for us to overcome in the health and fitness industry now. Yes. Well, what is... So I've I had a, a lot of different uh, dietitians, you know, sports psychologists, different things on the show. I've never actually heard of nutritional therapy practitioner. So what is that exactly? So as nutritional therapy practitioners, we believe that the diseases that are plaguing society result from weaknesses in the body's physiological foundations as a result of poor nutrition. So what we do is we work at reversing these these what really tragic and unsuspecting effects. Uh, that are happening to the body because of a modern diet. Then personally, I help people find and maintain their optimal health using nutrient-dense whole foods. Usually no cans, no boxes, no supplements, just whole foods. Hmm. Okay, so what do you mean exactly by nutrient-dense whole foods? These are foods that the body can identify, break down, and use. So they're real foods as close to their natural state as possible with minimal processing. But I'm not talking a raw diet, though. I'm talking a whole food diet with foods you find in your own grocery store. It's kind of the difference between whole nuts versus nut butter versus a nutter butter. The whole nuts are good. The nut butter can be okay, depending on how it's processed and what's been added to it. And the nutter butter is just flat out bad. It's a processed fake food. So we need to eat the nutrient-dense whole foods that have been properly prepared, the real food as close to its form, you know, the, the way it was originally grown or raised, prepared in a way that preserves or sometimes even enhances the nutritional value of the food. When we nourish ourselves with those nutrient-dense whole foods, that's what provides a complex co uh, combination of vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients, antioxidants naturally that are needed to keep the body working ideally and promote optimal health. Oh, cool. And so in your, a lot of your stuff you've written earlier, you said that you believe in there's not one size fits all diet. And I, I, I really love the way you wrote that. And I agree that same thing with training and, and nutrition, everything, everything with fitness really there's, that's, it's different for everybody. Absolutely. But does this mean that, so you have, you have just one diet plan that you give everyone or how do you kind of, uh, work for every, all of your clients that are in different goals and different everything. No, sometimes I wish I had just, you know, one diet that I could yeah, it would make everything easier, wouldn't it? <laughs> and hand it to everybody and say, there you go, it's done. Uh, but just like you were talking about, you know, as a gym, when you were working at the gym, you know, there isn't, you can't just say, 
here it is, it's going to work for everybody. There, is, there isn't one out there. You know, what works for one person may not work for somebody else. And it's really because of this bio individual individuality. We are all different people. We all have different lives. We all have different stressors. We all have different goals. We all need different foods at different times. And you know, people could spend a lot of time and money following their friends' favorite diet or the latest celebrity diet or whatever is running this month's magazine, and they still might not find the plan that's going to work for them. You know, heck, if, if it would, it would be great you know, if, if it was just that simple. But nutrition is more complex, and it's definitely individual. So that's, that's what I try and get people to understand that, you know, it, like I said, those clients that are been, they're on the road for three weeks out of every month. They're clients that are in business meetings at least one to two times every day. You know, if I tell them, oh, I want you to pack all your snacks and make all your food and take it, you know, they're, <laughs> they're going to look at me yeah. like I'm crazy. Um, so you, you have to decide, you have to listen to every piece of what's going on in somebody's life and figure out how to make a diet plan for them, which in my world, ideally, I prefer to teach people to do that on their own. They, they should be able to have all the knowledge base to do it all themselves and not have to continue to pay me or anybody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the same wording and everything I use with all of my clients. And it's kind of my vision with my business, too. It's always what's best for that person. And so it's never it can never be the same normally as someone else. I mean, if you travel all the time or if you just have or maybe just your job's different, if you have more of a on your feet job, you have more of a sedentary job or if you have kids that have activities going on, how busy you are. And so every, it's different for, for everybody what would be best for you. And so, but uh, I'll I think, place in. yeah, I've, I've definitely learned, though, that uh, it doesn't matter what obstacles you face or between time, money, how busy you are, whatever it is, everyone can pull this off. It's just you got to find the right plan that works for you. Right. And so your new webinar, that sounds very, very cool. The three myths of keeping you feeling overweight, exhausted, and unable to reach your goals is can you tell us a little bit more about what are the three myths? Can you tell us a little bit more about the program? Give us a little hint. Sure. Yeah. Um, I was kind of nervous to put an online program because, you know, here I am talking about bio individuality. You know, how do I put together something that everybody can watch? Uh, but I do think there are some, you know, it's hard to honor bio individuality on, a, uh, on an online format. But I think we accomplished it, really. There are some basic truths that hold true for everyone. And that's what I cover in the, the new webinar, the three myths that are keeping you feeling overweight, exhausted, unable to reach your goals. If people understand these three myths, make just a few simple changes, they are going to feel so much better. There's just so much misinformation when it comes to nutrition. And part of that is because it's a young science. You know, we're constantly learning new things about the body as new research is completed. So these myths may really derail somebody's success. So I wanted to be able to explain them and offer some tools to help people overcome them so that they can lose the weight, have an abundance of energy, and ultimately reach their goals. And it's free. The webinar is totally free. There's no strings attached. Awesome. It seems like it'd be a perfect way to get everyone off to the right foot uh, starting into this healthy so. fitness lifestyle too. So you have this webinar that you just came up. You have other books too. You have uh, the Right Plan, the Two Week Fat Loss Program, and Clean Cleanse and Detoxify Your Diet. How how are all these different from each other? Well, there's always been a client that sparked me to create something. So with the Right Plan Two Week Fat Loss Program, I had a client that seemed to be doing 
everything right, but her weight was stagnant and it was above ideal by, by all means. And so we needed to jumpstart her metabolism in a healthy way. So I created a special diet for her, which I don't usually do. I'll be totally honest. I normally do not do diet plans for people, but that I just, I was banging my head against the wall. I was like, why isn't this working? So I did a special diet plan for her, and that's what is now the two-week fat loss program. And it really isn't meant to be a permanent diet, but to help people get over a plateau or you know, get back on the right plan. And it works brilliantly. She lost 10 pounds in two weeks, which I and so I ended up giving the diet plan to a lot of clients for a couple years. And I decided it was time to put it into a form of the book. So it's been very well-received. And to date has 100% success. But again, it's a temporary jump-starting diet. It's not mm-hmm. a permanent solution for people. And then the Cleanse and Detox Your Body 28 Days to Better Health Using Nutrient-Dense Whole Foods came about because a new client came to me after having a number of surgeries followed by about six months of intravenous pharmaceutical drug treatments. And she felt so toxic and she just really needed to complete a cleanse, but she didn't want to compromise her health. And, and truthfully, like many health professionals, I, you know, I had completed a variety of cleanse and detox programs myself, and I always seemed to end up with issues afterwards. And sometimes I spent a lot of money on supplements and special shakes. And mm-hmm. so I'd already been working on a cleanse and detox program for myself, and I offered her the same thing. It worked fabulously for both of us. Word spread. People kept asking to follow it. So again... I put it in a book and, you know, other great information, including a food journal, like you were talking about, you know, keeping track of your food journal so people can work through their, what's basically their own personal elimination diet if they want to and get their bodies clean, cleansed of all the major allergens. So those were the first two products. And then this, the, the webinar now is a whole different piece in the fact that, again, a client, another piece where, you know, I kept seeing these same three three myths coming up and I thought it's time, you know, it's time to, to knock these out of the park and say, Hey, quit following this, this BS. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you're getting, a, you're getting a great system, uh, program built, built up with all your programs. This, the right plan, two week fat loss program. I definitely understand what you're saying, but it is it just a temporary thing? But I think sometimes I've had the same thing with several clients before where I know they're doing everything right. They are doing the right stuff. But we're just not getting results. And whenever you got to want to break through a plateau, you, it just it involves change. And so that whenever you're, if your body adapts to what you're doing, then you could be doing everything right, and it's just, you're just just going to be stubborn and not and not budge. And so you have to make some drastic changes. Just some sometimes I think just to shock your body and get things going in the right direction. So I can definitely see how the, yeah. the right plan, having that kind of a. a plan in your arsenal will really help people whenever they get to a sticking point. And I bet those people after they do those two weeks and then go back to, to another plan, a healthier plan and just keep cruising along right along with their results. Right. Have well, found and, and that like, to be the case. Absolutely. And the thing is, it's, it's really strict. I mean, it's two weeks of really being strict with what you eat, eating your snacks, making your foods. And you know, sometimes people can do that and sometimes they can't. But if that's what you need to get to, yeah, you know, people use it all the time for, oh, I want to, I, you know, I got a reunion. I want to lose five pounds before the reunion, you know, or mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, or or nor, most normally it's a plateau where they're doing everything and they just, they've hit that spot where they need to do something to shock the system but I want them to do it healthy. I mean, there's certainly, and you know, you're well aware of this, there's all sorts of fad diets and weird exercise regimes that you can do that will shock your system, but not in a healthy way. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's also just temporary too and not long term. And so everything really, people are really honest. They really want long term success and not just temporary success. Right. And that's um, not what this is. This is just mm-hmm. a jump start. It, you know, it basically clears out a lot of the, the major food issues alcohol, sugars, uh, most of the grains. And so it just kind of gets the body back on track. And then they can go back and they're not going to, it's not so dramatic that they're suddenly going to gain all the weight back as soon as they, they eat normal food. Cause this is all normal nutrient dense whole food that they're going to buy at their own grocery store. So mm-hmm. they're not, they're not doing some sort of weird, you know, locale shake that they're going to have to come back at. And it, you know, as soon as they go back to real food, their body's going to puff up again. Right. <laughs> so I, I know you talk a lot about, uh, basically uh, cutting up processed food, packaged foods, and everything. I've done a, a few different blogs and things I've wrote on this about just eating real food. And, right. but the problem is most people I mean it's tough to give up all packaged foods. And I think that's, if you restrict yourselves completely, some depending on your personality and on my personality, if you restrict yourself completely, you could be setting yourself up for failure and the success and, and the, in yes. the future. So what would you say the balance is for people when you come in, when you, when you start helping them get rid of packaged food and start eating real food? You're right, Chad. In today's world, it is not realistic to think people are going to give up all packaged foods. We have lunch and we have dinner meetings. Uh, We're eating on the go sometimes. We need a certain amount of convenience in our busy lives. Now, I'm not going to say that's ideal. That's realistic. So Mm -hmm. I try to direct people to an 80-20 split. If 80% of the time they're eating nutrient-dense whole foods, then 20% of the time they have the ability for more flexibility. So if 80% they're eating nutrient-dense whole foods, their body will be able to handle the other 20% successfully. Of course, I still try to get people to make the best choices they can by reading labels and paying attention to portions during that 20% time. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you can't make the best choice, but you can be make a, still make a smart choice for... Absolutely. For yeah, mm-hmm. it, I mean, we talked about that, and I, yeah, as an ex-McDonald's owner, I try not to pick on on the, you know, how I learn business <laughs> too much. <laughs> but the reality is, sure, you can pull up to a McDonald's drive-through and you can make a decent choice, or you can make an absolutely horrible choice. So mm. it, it's not the fault of McDonald's that you pulled your car into that place, or you didn't get up in time to make your meal, or you're having to drive five hours for your next meeting, or whatever it is. You've made the decision. You've pulled up to the place, the the window. You have to still make that best choice you can. We're in the twenty percent. That doesn't mean you throw the twenty percent percent and say, "Hey, it doesn't matter. I'll eat whatever," because this is my twenty percent. We still want to make a halfway decent choice so that you're not um, derailing every the other eighty percent that you're trying so hard at. And when people figure those out and they get that success, they get balance. They're allowed to go eat out. They don't feel that they're going to be deprived. And when they want something that is, you know, really off the charts, bad form, they can have a little bit of it and, and not feel the guilt that, uh, a lot of, especially women feel where they're, they're so guilty because they ate something that then they, you know, either binge and purge or they don't eat for the next day or, you know, it, it just other strategies that are horribly, uh, unhealthy, because they're trying to get rid of the bag of M&Ms or something that they ate. And it's like, well, no, you, you got to, that's going to happen. It's just going to happen to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I agree with that completely. Um, 
So one thing I have, I know that you face the same problem with clients too. The biggest is we have to overcome our excuses to make fitness a priority in our life, just health and fitness priority in our life. The biggest excuse that we have, I'm sure that you have too, is time, time, time and money. So time, that would mean we're all, everyone is busy. And so what I tell people is that basically, you know, if you're waiting for the day, you're not going to be busy, then you're going to be waiting forever to make fitness a priority in your life because that day is never going to come. And so with all, with everyone, with everything that makes people busy these days and the clients you have that maybe have, they travel a lot or they have kids that have all different activities, how do you help them learn how to prepare homemade meals and find the time to do everything they need to do to follow your plans? Well, that's an interesting one because there's actually, from my perspective, there's two issues that, that you talked about there. And um, so I want to make sure that that we, we, we actually answer that question because I think um, – I think it's one of those pieces that people, you're right. It's a, it's an excuse, but it's an excuse that people really, really believe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, that's, mm. and that makes it almost worse. I think it's validation sometimes. to ourselves sometimes. But, yeah. 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 we we accept this because everybody says it's okay to be busy. Yeah. We're, we're so busy. So the first, so like I said, there's a couple, there's a couple pieces to that. So the first one is that I, I want people to understand, I I do understand this issue too. I have kids, I run a business, I do volunteer community service work. I I try and make time for myself. I still get to the gym or some sort of workout. um, And I still want to have healthy, nutritious meals for my family. And truthfully, I don't like to cook. There are so many other things I want to be doing than standing in the kitchen and cooking. But I prioritize the health of myself and my family and when I use nutrient-dense whole foods, that makes it so much easier. Many of the ways that we prepare food or it's prepared for us when we're buying it, it actually kills the food. So we need to learn these quick, easy meals that prepare food to make the most of it nutritionally. And the nice part is usually preparation is fast and simple. So I've offered a variety of things. So on my website, I offer hundreds of recipes that members can can get at any time and then they just that helps them make that transition we have to take back the kitchen in order to find lasting health and i try to make foods as easy for people as possible i mean taking back the kitchen doesn't mean that you have to be you know take it all the way back to 100 years ago and spend all day every day in the kitchen but you do have to spend a little bit of time there prepping your foods. Yeah. There's a lot of convenient stuff out there that I do use. I mean, people are busy, you know, chopped up vegetables are helpful, but this is, you still have to do it. I mean, for truly optimal health, it's not going to come from anything that's in a box or bag. It's going to come from spending a little time in the kitchen. And so I offer a membership for people. um, It's only a dollar and they can try it and see if they like it. And if they don't, you know, you're only out a buck and it's, it's, so it's pretty cheap and easy. And so that's one of the things that that I I think helps people a lot. But the other one that I think, and I would say even for your fitness people when they're they're talking about it, is we have to kind of rethink the way that we look at our time. Uh, Mm Because you always, the way you, how do you say it again, that we prioritize our time? Yeah, Yeah, we prioritize our time. And so, I mean, we always... I mean, I, I, I don't tell people I, when I, I try to explain to people, I'm not telling them that they need to put, you know, their workout in, in, in front of their family, their jobs their kids activities and things like that. But they have to realize that there is enough time to do both if you just use your time more efficiently. 
And so I think that's the big thing. It's not that we don't have enough time. We just don't know how to use our time efficiently. And so that's uh, the lesson. But, well, but I would no, use the terms of make fitness a priority. Well, and I, I think to that same extent, then what people need to do is they they kind of need to rethink the uh, the way that they're thinking. That sounds mm-hmm. a little weird. I rethink the way that you're thinking. But you know, so if you decide that I just don't have time for that, then you're going to be right. I mean, absolutely. If you don't have to, we don't have time for everything. I mean, it, it, we have to prioritize. Mm-hmm. And if somebody's listening to your show or if they're paying attention to me deep down, they know that their health needs to be a higher priority and they're, they're putting their toe in. And mm-hmm. yes, that can be hard because, you know, we all have a lot of responsibility, but I think what I really like people to do is change their perspective. So if they're thinking, I don't have time, then change it to, it's not a priority. Yeah. Because that's the reality. And when you think to yourself, Oh, I really want to plan healthy meals. It's just that I don't have time. That kind of makes it seem okay. But if you change it to, I really want to plan healthy meals, but healthy meals aren't a priority. Well, now, now (laughs) we've just, we've really, or, you know, how about (laughs) it really does, you know, Mm. Or um, I, I really do want to lose some weight and get healthier and tone up, but I just don't have time. You know, again, we've given ourselves that okay, and everybody's like, yeah, that's just, you know, oh, but if you change it to I really want to get healthy, I want to lose weight, and I want to tone up, but exercise just isn't a priority. You know, we've totally changed the perspective perspective but it's still the same thing we have to rethink that perspective now then on the good side that same perspective change can be positive too when you think you know oh i'd like to have a clean office but i don't have time you change that to i'd like to have a clean office but cleaning isn't a priority well all of a sudden i'm liberated to be sitting around in piles of of work that i don't <laughs> i don't you know so it can go both both ways you know so whatever when we say it's a priority then we actually have to do the things that we, that we say are our priority. And so that's mm-hmm. what I ask people to do is start rethinking it the way they talk to themselves, make a list of their priorities, only maybe the top three or four. I mean, they don't need to get down to, you know, everything, but the top three or four, and then they need to be truthful with themselves, their friends, their families, their other commitments, and they might not have time for something. And then they need to actually say that, and, but they need to be honest and say, you know, I'm sorry. I, I don't have time for that. It's not, it's just that your time is full with focus priorities and that's how you get to say it. It's a nice way to say no to people while keeping you on track. Now, yeah. These are my priorities. And so I'm sorry. I, you know, I really wish I could sit on your board or go to your thing or whatever, but you know, I have these priorities and, and unfortunately that's not one right now. And so, you know, it, we, we get away from making the excuse when we take out, I don't have time and we say, no, that's not a priority. And we really rethink that, you know, and the same thing with the words sh- should and want. I, do, I ask them to do the same thing. Rethink the perspective with uh, I should versus I want. So when you think I should plan my meals, change it to I want to plan my meals. You know, I yeah, should I like go that. to the gym. I want to go to the gym. Again, you know, now all of a sudden your priorities are your motivation and it's no longer a chore. So mm. and a lot of it is just how we talk to ourselves and, and we give ourselves a lot of excuses, like you said, and we yeah. just, we rethink that, you know, and, and if we don't, that way we can make sure that we don't allow, I don't have time to define us. 
Yeah, I, I like the way you said that. It's I think just being honest with ourselves sometimes is really important. And I, I tell people that, you know, that it, it's baby steps. It's, I mean, it's being making fitness a priority, living a healthier life, eating healthier, that's all stuff that's not easy. If it were easy, then everyone would do it and we'd all be in really good shape. That's obviously not the case. And so, I mean, it's not something that you're going to fix every night. There's going to be bumps in the road that you just, but just got to keep coming back with a plan of attack to do better. So I, on all my stuff, so I talk about, I always use the things too, instead of trying to, and trying to, uh, find time, make time and schedule it. And so I use a lot of stuff with, uh, with, uh, scheduling and your, in your schedule when you're going to do your stuff. And at the end of every week, grading yourself of that, you get everything in because you talked about earlier that you people, some people don't have time. Well, I think some people, what fitness, I mean, the amount of time to spend on fitness and health for some people may not be realistic, but they can still do this much. And so maybe it's not realistic for you to work out five times a week with your schedule, but maybe you can get three times of shorter time in a week. And so there's still a way to make it a part of your life. And, and, and so that's, what's important, I think. Absolutely. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, listeners, if you want to go to my Facebook page, uh, Chad Austin Fitness on Facebook from the right-hand side, Kelly Hill is uh, linked to the right plan is on the second one down on my timeline. Go and take a look. When we come back, we'll listen. We'll hear more from, from the right plan and Kelly Hill. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Tune in every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. Kelly covers our relationship with food and teaches us how easy eating well and living well can be, taking us on a weekly food journey, guiding us to a more rich and vibrant life. So tune in every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You are tuned in to Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. If you have a question or comment about our program, send us an email at chadaustinfitness.com at gmail.com that's chad austin fitness at gmail.com now back to be fit for life welcome back everybody i'm chad austin you're listening to be fit for life i'm here with kelly hill from the right plan um in your let's go back to your webinar the three myths about keeping you feeling overweight exhausted unable to reach your goals um can you tell us just you talk a little bit about portion control 
and counting calories. When I talked earlier in the show, my first segment, I said that, you know, I had to learn the, the, a lesson the hard way that there's mm-hmm. a big hole in the plan that thinks that everyone can follow different charts and everything. Cause there's yeah. no, there's no norms for fitness. And so this probably the second big lesson I learned is that it's not all about counting calories, but it's a lot about counting quality when it comes right. to what you put in your mouth too. And so can you tell us a little bit, you talk about portion control and, and that it's not all about counting calories being the most important thing in weight loss. Can you tell us a little bit more, elaborate a little bit more what you mean? Sure. Yeah. So the, the three myths that are keeping you feeling overweight, exhausted, and unable to reach your goals is a free 40-minute video about three of the most common nutrition myths that I've found which are really keeping people unable to reach their goals. And I walk people through the three myths. I give them some understanding as to how these myths became ingrained in our society. And I talk about why the myth is holding them back. And then I give them some tools so that they can find success. For example, I hear and read lots about counting calories and and measuring and weighing. I mean, you see it in every shape fitness magazine that you pick up Mm. and that, you know, if you, if you just portioned it, you're going to lose weight. And I, yeah, let's be honest, that's tedious and boring, and it, it's not the most important part of weight. Mm. If you're seriously overweight, it, obviously, it's, it's, a, it's a good place to start. You know, it's not necessarily a bad thing because it, you, need, you need to start somewhere. But first of all, we're not talking about most people being so seriously overweight that the, that's the end-all, be-all. And truthfully, who's going to stick with that very long? I mean, I'm sure you've you've been that person, too, where you measured and weighed everything out for mm-hmm. some diet plan. And, and it's, it's really not necessary. First, there's the problem that this type of program assumes that all calories are created equal. And that is absolutely not true. Most people understand that 100 calories of broccoli aren't the same as 100 calories of nutter butter. Broccoli is a superfood that your body can identify, break down, and use. Nutter butters. I feel bad. I keep picking on nutter butters. I don't know why they're <laughs> on my mind today. But uh, you know, nutter butters are processed junk food. But if I'm only counting calories, they're both only 100 calories. But let's be realistic. No one's going to feel great by eating 1,500 calories of nutter butters or whatever calorie restriction they're following. When we focus on nutrient-dense whole foods, we don't have to worry about weighing and measuring foods or counting the calories. And that's what I really delve into in this, during this webinar. Mm, I, I really like that. And that's, that's one thing I, I, I explained to people that it'd be the difference between to say a calorie is a calorie is a calorie would be a lot like saying that if I build a house out of tissues and a house out of bricks, that they'd both withstand the same amount of wind. Right. And so the, it, the integrity of what's in, in the food is what's really important. Right. And I don't now I don't want to d- completely discount the import, importance of portion control to healthy eating, though. I mean, certainly mm-hmm. it can play a role and understanding portion is very important because let's be honest, portion sizing has gotten ridiculously out of control. I mean, it seems mm-hmm. everything is large size or super size, family size or just ginormous these days. Yeah. So in the in the webinar, I do offer some free gifts, a portion sizing PDF and video to help people better understand proper portion sizing for free. You know, those tools have really helped my clients reach their goals and be successful. It's just that people can't believe the myth that just portion control and counting calories are enough to have permanent weight loss, have energy all day and reach their goals. It takes choosing the right nutrient dense foods to make that happen. Just like you said, it's the difference between the bricks or the toilet paper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, we've shared a lot today and you've given us some, a lot of great tips uh, but this is kind of a crash course because you have so much to offer. So if, if listeners wanted to get more from you, 
Uh, where could where could they go? Where could they find? The best piece I have right now is this free webinar, The Three Myths That Are Keeping You Overweight, Exhausted, and Unable to Reach Your Goals. And I, I don't have a super cool link, unfortunately. I probably better work on that. But if listeners go either to therightnutritionplan.com or if they want to, it'll be right there. If they want to be more, if they're, they're those tech-savvy people that want to get right to it, they can go to therightnutritionplan.com slash unprocessedchallenge slash webinar registration. And they'll be able to watch the webinar for free. They'll learn those three myths. They'll get all the freebies, and they'll be on their way to losing weight, having energy all day, and reaching their goals. I mean, you have a newsletter on there that's free, too. Absolutely. All right, listeners, I will put – I didn't put this on the link I put of Kelly earlier today, but I will put that on there when the show's over. I'll put that uh, on the link on my – Facebook timeline. So be sure to go there. It's the right plan, right nutrition plan or right, the right nutrition plan.com, right? The right nutrition plan. Okay. And so Kelly, this was a, a really great interview. And like I said, there's a lot of great information that people got. And so I always say when, when the more information, the better, but it's hard to take away everything. So if people Absolutely. are only going to be able to make one change today, if they can only take away one thing from the interview we had today, what would you want it to be? The biggest thing I could ask your listeners to do is to begin the process to get off the processed food bandwagon. We're all consuming these processed fake foods, including highly contaminated foods, meats full of steroids and antibiotics, chemically altered ingredients, food additives, too much sugar, artificial sweeteners. We've gotten lost and away from nutrient-dense foods. The health consequences have been enormous increases in obesity, coronary heart disease, diabetes, cancer, and so much more. These are all diseases of the modern world that can be avoided by eating nutrient-dense whole foods. And every diet can accommodate nutrient-dense whole foods. So make just one change today by switching out a processed food for a nutrient-dense whole food. If you're eating the strawberry Pop-Tart, try regular strawberries. Whatever the awesome. processed food is, switch it out for a nutrient-dense whole food. Just try one. Just try one today. All right, listeners, you've been challenged. Like you said, just one change. It starts with just one change. All you have to Absolutely. do is get started, and everything else is easier. Just try to make one change today, and then it'll, everything will be easier after that. But thank you, listener. Thank you, Kelly, for being on the show. I thank really you. enjoyed talking to you today. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Look for more on my Facebook page later from Kelly, the right, nutritionplan.com. And we will see you next week on Be Fit for Life. Thanks again for tuning us in. Please join Chad Austin next Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Be Fit for Life on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, have fun, get active, and be fit. Fit.